Support for this episode comes from Lalamand Brewing. Lalamand Brewing is a division of Lalamand Inc., a global producer of yeast and bacteria that aims to help breweries achieve their growth and quality goals by offering products, services, and education. Lalamand Brewing's premium brewing yeasts and bacteria deliver unmatched consistency, reliability, and purity, allowing brewers to take full control of the brewing process. At the forefront of innovation and always looking to expand on the motto, we brew with you, Lalamand Brewing recently launched Lau Brew Verdant IPA in collaboration with Verdant Brewing Co. UK. Lau Brew Verdant IPA is a unique strain of brewing yeast suitable for a broad range of beer styles, notably modern IPAs. To find out more about Lalamand Brewing and follow their news and product launches, connect with them on social media or visit www.lalamandbrewing.com. How much do you know about your beer and also about your customers? That's the question asked by Amber Thorne. And when it comes to your brewery, what is your niche? What's your USP? And on the other side of the conversation, why do you want to sell your beer to a particular venue? Amber Thorne started her career in beer in the sales team at Siren Craft Brew. She has since moved to the iconic Bristol beer scene, working with good chemistry, and is now the customer account manager at Arbor Ales. In her time in beer, she has also worked with the non-alcoholic lager brand Lucky Saint. In this latest podcast, Recorded in Bristol, Amber explains and outlines the questions we should be better at asking. Why we should know more about who our customers admire and also why it's worth being honest when asking ourselves if we can actually service an account that we're planning to work with. Thank you so much for having me here today. Thank you for Tim. Thank you for all the speakers beforehand. Thank you for Andy in particular, whose fault it is that I am stood here now. Um, I'm going to do my best now to put some imposter syndrome aside. And I thought the best way to do that is put a big picture of my face (laughs) three times just to make it worse. Um, And talk a little bit about how on earth I've ended up here. about my journey, um, as Tim said. So that's, that's baby Amber, um, starting her journey at Siren there, um, getting really excited about beer, drinking lots of it, and finding a way to um, make some money so I can drink more of it. <laughs> um, moved myself into Bristol after five years with the incredible Siren. Um, there's not a picture, as Kelly will attest to me, at Good Chemistry, because she knows how much all the photos she took of me I hate. So they're not there. Um, uh, really good time working with Lucky Saint um, and making the most of the, the non-alcoholic boom as it was. Um, and then at the start of this year, joined the team at Arbor um, and doing everything I wanted to do here um, in, back in craft beer and why I moved to Bristol um, in the first place. So... 
kind of took my journey, took a lovely email from Andy trying to work out, okay, so how the heck have I ended up stood here? Why does anyone think I've got anything worth saying? Um, and tried to have a bit of an idea um, how my journey through sales has, has led me to want to have something to talk about. Um, hopefully I'm going to try and bring some of that in, in here now. Um, for me, I think that is a lot about um, being really nosy, essentially. Um, so this is what I wanted to write for you. Um, I, you know, you see it everywhere. It's the age old, like, I make really great beer. If only people knew about it and tried it, um, I'm sure they'd like it. Um, but the real answer to that is that. Don't do it. Um, you, you, you just can't, you won't. It's a really long, arduous journey to get some customers on board, but I promise, with a bit of time, it will be worth it. So I'm hopefully gonna talk you through a little bit more about this. The questions that, in the brewing industry, we're just not really the best at doing because we like to be nice um, and we need to be a little bit more cheeky about it. Um, most of this is gonna be uh, kind of certainly sales-led, a little bit more about kind of gen general brewing and, and aside. I've got a slide here that um, something I did whilst in my time at Lucky Saint that I, I hold very dearly is um, became a mental health first aider. Um, so I think this question here is probably one of the best questions, particularly in our industry, we need to be asking. Um, I sat looking at a load of Bristol Beer Factory people knowing how well they're doing this. Um, so it's really great. Um, but a reminder to everybody, like from uh, the, my training, I think the main thing I have, if you're asking this, it's not how are you, it's how are you feeling. And if you ask it once, ask it again. Ask that second time, because that's when you're gonna hear someone actually tell you what they're feeling. Particularly in the brewing industry when we're doing such physical jobs, it's so easy to be like, oh, do you know what? Yeah, my back hurts. We're gonna talk about the things that we've done, the busy days we've had, our physical health, um, and skip over the mental health quite quickly. Ask again so that you know that you're getting the real answer there. And particularly, know about what, we, we're all in this industry a lot because we like to drink, um, we communicate, and we socialize drinking with each other. That's all very well and good, but you need to know what each of your friends, colleagues, and employees enjoy doing outside of the industry. Get to know that a little bit more, talk about it. They're, they're the things that you're gonna notice when you see those things slide, when you notice the difference in, in, in kind of your friends and employees around you. Moving on, <laughs> try and talk about some salesy stuff. So, I think before you start with anything here, I think the main question you wanna ask, and this is mostly internally to yourself, what is my niche, what is my USP? Um, and you're gonna see it over and over again. Um, it's people buy from the people, they don't buy from, they don't buy what it is, they buy from the people. So some of that is about you. I mean, certainly to starting out, that is, is gonna be easier to look at USPs like the brewery, the beer, the story behind it. Um, I'm very fortunate now to have these giant, massive cans um, as a USP to, to work with that makes my life a lot easier. Um, but internally, there's lots of things that that can look like. That can be your own knowledge about beer and brewing. That's your passion, your ability to tell stories. Find what that is about you and pair that nicely with a brewery. Um, and you should be working well into to something that really stands you out from the competition gonna remember where I am on my slides. Cool, 
again, another internal question. Um, why do I want to sell to this venue? It's very easy to get carried away. Um, that first looks by doing your research on it. Um, that could be somewhere that you just like to drink um, and you'd love to sell your beer there so you can pay it more expensive prices for it. But is that realistic? Um, do you know enough about it? Do you, what is their route to market? What is their freedom? What can you do about it? The one thing I would say about doing your research that I think is where we sometimes slip down as well. Be honest about how much research you've done. Like, if you've gone and you know everything about them inside out, go tell them. Go tell them that you knew what their brother's cousin's auntie's wedding was like last week. Like, they were like there's no point going and doing hours and hours of research and then just being like, so tell me about you. Just actually tell them that you've gone and made the effort, you know what they're into, um, and then ask additional questions. So find out that second layer stuff in terms of their brand, their alignments, their values, and work out with them, where are you aligning? Is this somewhere that you actually are gonna be able to work with together? I think that's the points on that one. We'll move on. <laughs> um, this is one that I think we're shying away from a lot, um, both from a, a B2B um, and, a, and a B2C perspective. Who do your current customers admire? Um, it's so easy to just be like, well, they love us, right? <laughs> um, yeah, maybe, but maybe you're like second or third on the list. You want to know, you ask the question, who, who, who is above you on that list? Who's number one, who's number two? What are they doing that they like as well? Um, hear the things that you just don't want to hear like it's it's a hard question to ask because you're going to get told that you're not the first choice um but you have to ask it to know what you're comparing yourself to be that um yeah taps on the bar or what people are filling their fridges with at home um and then really get into it you know follow what your i don't really use this word in this industry but competitors um you know know what your peers are up to follow it get into it um and really um and, and, and be champions of, of what each other is doing um, and then don't copy it, as Charlie says. <laughs> Inspired, not copying. Um, this one, is that moved on? Good, I abandoned the clicker. Um, we're not asking this enough when it comes to actually sales meetings um, and it's, it's, it's the, the next step from over-preparing and doing lots of... So easy to sit down and be like, yeah, how was your cousin's wedding? Um, now I'm going to tell you all the things I know about you and all the, all the things I want you to know about me. Take a second with anything. Like, is there anything the customer you're talking to would actually like to get out of this? You may well assume the things that they know about you or about beer before you even start. Actually take a second for a be like, what would you like before I start it? And then second point, actually listen. <laughs> that might mean changing quite a lot of the pitch that you've just put together based on what they've just told you. Be prepared to do that. <laughs> listen to what they say and then make like, actual comments based on it rather than really quickly just getting back into the pitch that you're always going to do. Cool. So we're in a meeting. We're having a nice time. We're going to get curious. Curious, the other better word for nosy. Um, but... Right now, a lot of the key important ones at the top there, you actually want to get this. Who is actually going to make this decision? Who's going to, and who is going to pay the bills? And are they going to pay the bills? Some of those questions might look like external questions to your peers um, and, and asking them realistically, 
what is this person like as a customer? Don't get too excited in it. Um, again, finding out what is the real kind of um, sell points for them, what is the customer caring about, um, and, and what have you got that's most likely to do it? Are they trying to buy from you because you've got... Is it because they need to make a better GP and you've got something cheaper? Is it because you've got a great brand and that's going to make them look better? They're going to bring in new customers. Like, what, what do they want? There is only kind of three real key points in beer, and it is whether it's cheaper, it's going to make them look better, or they're going to make more money. And you need to know which of yours is going to be able to do that for them. Um, and then it's asking these, these ones that you, again... You, you don't want to ask, but don't ask them. We'll very easily go in and say, so what's, what's underperforming? What am I kicking off the bar? That's easy. You're just taking the lowest common denominator. What sells the best? What's doing the best? What person does the best for them? Take that and emulate it. Don't just like try and kick the weakest off and be like, cool, thanks. I'll be the weakest now. Be the, like, take who's doing the best and be like them. Um, why are their customers liking them, and, what are their, and why, why is that that's, that that's working for them? Cool. Question again. This one is where you step the toe into like, oh, this feels a bit cheeky to ask this, but just, you've just got to. Just what, and and it, it, this is the question, full stop, stop talking situation. What will we get in return? You are in a negotiation. So realistically, that's looking like, what, what tap position am I going to get? What, how, can I deliver to you on a Monday when you definitely don't want it, but I want to? Um, will you do a tap takeover? Will you make me look better in the fridge? Will you wear my T-shirts? Like, What is the extra stuff that's going to make you get better that is going to be worth this negotiation in the long term? It's two-way business, so you know, make sure that you're not just bending over backwards. This one, let's be honest. <laughs> Actually, take a moment. You probably walked out by this point. Don't say this one out loud. This one's when we're back internally. Can we actually service this account? That might look like you've just discovered something, and you're like, ooh. Does this actually better our brand to be in here? Are we going to benefit anything from this? Is this going to cause me logistical nightmares? Is this going to cause my Draymond to scream at me every day, every time they have to go in here? Or do I have the actual capability in terms of volume, in terms of capacity to be able to service this? Is this going to last a month before you let them down and you actually end up looking worse aware coming out of somewhere that you promised the world and you couldn't do it. Be honest with yourselves and then be honest back with them. If it's something that you can't yet do, be honest with it. Like Opt for cans at the time being rather than trying to put kegs in. Build on what you've got and what you can do and what you can do well rather than just hoping for the best and praying that somehow in the background you're going to make some logistics that just isn't going to work work. Now, I hate this one, and I don't like to do it, but we all definitely need to do it. What can we be better at? You need to realize your own skills, strengthen those weaknesses, and then get better at using it. But the only way you know how to get better at something is by constantly asking, is there something that I could be doing better? Um, don't try and do something that you're not good at. Um, force yourselves to be something that you're not. Um, 
perfect examples from Jordan there. Do what you're doing well and, and do better at that. But ask for the feedback. Um, if you've never opted and done some 360 feedback, it's the most humbling, but I highly recommend it. Ask your colleagues, ask your bosses, ask your external customers, ask your suppliers, what could we be doing better? They'll tell you, and then it sucks, and then you need to actually use it and make some changes, but they will tell you um, as long as you ask nicely. Um, <laughs> I'm going to acknowledge now. PowerPoint, not good at it. Don't tell me, don't at me, PowerPoint made this for me, I know my skills, and still somehow I put myself up here making PowerPoints. Uh, that's it, that's, that's all I've got for you. I think generally we're asking good questions, but I think, yeah, where, it, where needs be, dip your toe in if it feels uncomfortable, have a little play, see how cheeky it feels, and then reap the rewards when you're like, well, that's cheeky and I got a win out of it. Have some fun. <laughs> Thanks very much. Brewers Journal Podcast is a production of Reby Media. Produced and hosted by Tim Sheehan. Sound engineering by Ross McPherson. Series supervision by John Young. The executive producer is Rory Harris. Special thanks to Amber Thorne of Arbor Ales.